fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like... Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. No Fun with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. I Weigh with Jamila Jamil. And WTF with Mark Marin. And so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code fake headlines for one month free. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 105. Hi, welcome. Hey. Hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, Tiffany, happy pandemic anniversary. Wow. You remember. It's been a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the gift for the paper? Is it not paper, right? Is it the first year? Uh, yeah. Is it flowers? We didn't follow suit with our wedding anniversary, yeah. so <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's uh, tissue paper. Uh, to make up the lack of that last year (laughs) so uh yep it's uh by tissue paper i mean like this the toilet paper like the tissue that you use toilet tissue for your your uh rump right you always call it toilet tissue you're very toilet you're very um very scholarly about it like you're very you're very you don't go lowbrow with it you don't call it toilet paper or you call it Toilet tissue. Toilet tissue. It is what it is. It is. You're very proper with that. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised in a palace. But you call that, but you call the toilet, you call it toilet tissue, but you call me an ass wipe. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how you'd make Get that distinction. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, but it's also pie day today. We're recording on, uh, on, 3.14 of the year is that what you call it i don't know yep yep that is so that's fun mm-hmm. uh we also just recently had 311 day which is another big holiday yeah in the dylan house we love 311 <laughs> and then uh also 316 days coming up because we love steve austin so yeah. it, oh, march is a big time it's the holiday season right now <laughs> <laughs> you throw in a pandemic and gosh we were having a great march aren't we oh man st <laughs> patty's day oh boy oh boy <laughs> this week is gonna be all about uh tissue toilet tissue uh uh staying green and oh, uh, God. cans Not, of whoop ass you, you don't mean those two things together nope. staying green and the toilet tissue no okay, no okay, no okay. no no i was gonna say no. well, that doesn't sound like a fun week at all no <laughs> but uh yeah so happy anniversary of the pandemic we hope you're doing okay it's yeah. been a tough year yeah uh you've heard it all before we all know we're all struggling but we're just smiling our way through it here as best we can yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. it's uh it's hard to believe that it's been a whole year but we uh you know we finally did it guys we want to celebrate that we got through uh, all the seasons of Criminal Minds. Right. <laughs> that's, that's really what this is about. That is really what it. We just finished up the uh, last few episodes. 
Uh, Tiffany and I watched 15 seasons of Criminal Minds during the last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have lives. Doi, uh, get off our backs, okay? Yeah. Uh, we couldn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of TV. Uh, yeah. You figure, what, 20 hours every season times 15? That's math I can't do in my head right now. I just I don't even know what 3.14 means. But we're frankly. just so excited we want to celebrate with you. So there's, you know, just another thing to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. So what did you what did you guys binge at? Let us know. Email us, fake headlines podcast at gmail.com or hit us up at fakeheadpod on Twitter. What did you guys binge in the last year? Yeah, what's your favorite one so far? You know, maybe maybe it's a recommendation we could use. Right, we'll st- we're still in this thing. There's still not much we can do in the world. Let's so keep going. Give us some TV recommendations yeah. for the next few months. Or maybe it's not TV. Maybe it's like a, a book or something or a, a new, a, your, your new favorite Nope, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I was going to say your new favorite game, but that could be anything, I guess. Um, <laughs> it could be a, like a board game or a video game or... Yeah. Solitaire. Some, well, you know what? Because we just got done watching Criminal Minds, so you didn't want to invite any games into our lives. No, I didn't. Nefarious consequences. I didn't, yeah, I stopped myself. <laughs> I know. I could see the panic in your eyes there. <laughs> and then I saw the opening montage of Criminal Minds happening. <laughs> and suddenly, suddenly life is imitating art <laughs> and we're and we're both strapped to a board <laughs> tortured uh, where's reed <laughs> stuck in prison again oh man so uh yeah that's uh that's where we're at so that's fun that's fun our cat's excited that we're done with that and now she can binge watch something with us. Yes, it's her choice this time. So God knows what we're going to be watching. I think it's going to be Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which mm-hmm. is, um, I I feel like there's a motive there. Um, I think she, she has a crush on Salem. She has a huge crush mm-hmm. on Salem. She has no idea about Nick Bakai, but she she's just like, wow, Salem <laughs> is a little dreamboat. He seems to be like a man I, I want to get to know. Right. And you know what? I support her. Yeah, I do too. I think yeah. he's a great guy. Yeah. That Salem. Yeah. <laughs> Except as parents, I mean, we feel like we can only approve so much as he is a criminal that is stuck as, in, <laughs> as a cat. That's just what I was going to say. Uh, I started to think of what the history of that show was. I'm like, wait, he's not a good guy. No. <laughs> That's a very he's evil He's committed person. some crimes. That's why he is in the state he's in. <laughs> a heinous witch man who was put into the body of a cat to so to stop his evilness that's the perfect person for our daughter cat sure yeah why not yeah <laughs> this is why we don't have actual human children because we would be making terrible decisions for them. <laughs> he seems all right oh, cool uh, what do i know <laughs> Uh, folks, this is Fake Headlines Podcast. Uh, so what we do each week uh, is we, Tiffany and I, have, we've both uh, been scouring the World Wide Web, as everybody does, and uh, we've been looking for, on the lookout for strange articles and funny headlines, and we each picked one that tickled our fancy this week, and then we went ahead and made up two headlines of our own, and we will now begin the episode where, and the game, where we now pitch each other the three headlines and we'll try to guess which one of the three is real Mm -hmm. and along the way we'll try to riff and guess on what these headlines could be about and we'll see if it leads to some fun yeah sound like a plan that sounds like a great plan it's one of the things that's kept me entertained and smiling throughout this pandemic so i'm looking forward to it uh yeah along with my company i know you don't have to say it it. i mean it goes without (laughs) saying but yeah yeah it does but let's say it though because seriously if there's anybody I need to be would have to be stuck inside with. I'm glad it was you. Me too. Uh, we've we've held it together pretty well, and I don't think I would have with anybody else. <laughs> so thank you for being who you are. I love you. I love you. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back after these words from 
No one. Nobody. We're, no. we're just going to let it go to silence for about five minutes. Feel free to entertain yourselves. <laughs> uh, this is what we, this is what I would have been like as a teenage babysitter. Like <laughs> I didn't be, have to babysit anyone as a teenager, but if I did, I'd be like, hey, just go entertain yourself. I'm going to go do some other stuff with this cute boy over here. <laughs> you can't see. So put on these headphones. I'll be right back after this. Oh, uh, uh, but, anyway, but Tiffany, I do believe that you are going first this week. Is I that, am. Uh, yeah, I, I hope you're prepared. Yes. Yeah, so Tiffany, if you would uh, please indulge me and please hit me with your three headlines for the week and let it let's begin trying to figure all this out. OK, Kevin. Tiffany. Headline number one. Pigs can play computer games. Study shows. <laughs> Pigs can play p- computer games. Study shows. <laughs> I can read. Well, <laughs> pigs can play computer games. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Headline number two. World's stinkiest cheese, also the priciest oh. at $482 per pound. Holy cow. World's stinkiest cheese, also the priciest at $482 per pound. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. So are pigs playing video games. <laughs> it's my favorite velvet painting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, and headline number three, sketch artist specializes in ear portraits to solve crimes. Oh. Sketch artist specializes in ear portraits to solve crimes. Ear portraits. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Tiffany, you're trying to tell me that one of these headlines is real. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try to get to the bottom of this. Uh, with the first one, pigs capable of playing games, uh, study says. Yeah, computer, computer games. games. Computer games. What kind of games would can pigs be playing? Um, I don't know. Probably like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. Super I don't know, Mario maybe, Bovines. Maybe Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, yeah, that would be, yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Super I, Mario bovines? I don't know why. I thought I used <laughs> the wrong word, but I don't think bovines are pigs. Those are cows. <laughs> well, what what do you think a pig would do to play a video game? Do you think it would it would be like like one of those like giant um uh uh like those dance games, like Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. I was I was imagining like uh like a, someone standing there playing Pac-Man, like a pig. Yeah. Like on a, a pig on a stool so they could reach the little controllers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like a little Nintendo Because it doesn't cartridge. have like hands, so it can't like... Oh, that's true too. Move You're right. around, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it has like little hoofs. Right, but they don't have thumbs. No. Yeah, you can't really... No. Can't really work that stick. They got a snout. Oh, that could be. Maybe they're they using have their, a, a snout. They can push things around. I with. guess, but then still be able to look at the screen and move the thing. Well, they be able to understand. How do they understand? Yeah, pigs can't look up. So the, the right once pigs look up, they pass out. That's a common uh, known thing in, in nature. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I know I made that up. <laughs> I do know they can't look up. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Why? They're just not capable. Their of eyes don't move up. They right? don't look up. Oh, That's correct. I had no idea. Are you are you bullshitting me? No. Because <laughs> it seems like you are. I'm not. But you also know a lot of weird stuff about animals. <laughs> you grew up in the country. <laughs> this is why this is so tricky. This game. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining if pigs looked up, they fainted somehow. 
they can't look up. They're just not allowed to. That's why they wear those little things over there. The, they wear visors. Those are eyelashes. <laughs> those beautiful little beasts have the most gorgeous eyelashes. <laughs> yes, son of a bitch. Why are you so cute? Why are you so cute, you pig? And then it just bats its little eyelashes and then like dances away in a tutu. <laughs> Where did you get that? I don't know. <laughs> Well, off to play Atari. Well, off to play Atari. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if a pig would be playing like with a keyboard, like how when you, play, you can play video games using mm-hmm. keys like mm-hmm. on a keyboard, or if it would be a joy. I don't think it would be a joystick. You're no. right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is more of a dance dance revolution type situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They, maybe they um, uh, recognize colors. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can recognize like you know when to step on the correlation between like the blue arrow the red arrow the yellow arrow yeah so like they're it's like i see what you're saying yeah or let's take it a step further maybe they're just part of rock band <laughs> maybe they're playing the drums you don't know that could be yeah i was imagining too as you were saying that i mean i'm, I'm thinking like you're i'm thinking these evolved video games why couldn't it be like pong or something very simplistic where it's just like a a ball bouncing back and forth and they're able to maybe hit something with their snout to mm-hmm. deflect the ball back on the screen. Maybe it could be something as simplistic as that and not something super in depth, like grand theft auto or something. Right. Like playing. Right. That seems a little intense. I feel like a pig would really have its tiny little hairs blown back. If it imagined that it was driving a car <laughs> uh, into people yeah. uh, for no reason or just driving around. Um, yeah. I can imagine that. Maybe it's just something sw- simple like like Minesweeper. Right, right. Or Tetris, maybe? Maybe. Could be a Tetris situation. As a computer game, perhaps it's, uh, you know, just Solitaire or... Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon Trail. Uh, Oregon Trail, mm-hmm. yeah. Like they, you know, they say that pigs are, are dirty little creatures, but they're very smart. So I feel like they would know how to avoid dysentery. <laughs> You're right. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. It'd be like, I got this. <laughs> We've survived <laughs> some things <laughs> out there. On the farm. On the farm. On the trail. Keeping ourselves cool in that mud pit. <laughs> you think we're rolling around to be gross? No, no, no. There's a method to our madness. We do this yeah. for survival. Survival. Mm-hmm. And also because it makes us look cool. It and does. Feel cool. And feel cool. Yeah. yeah. You look cool and feel cool. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's why I used to smoke cigarettes. I looked cool. I felt cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mud. <laughs> do you think a human in uh do you think maybe it's a thing where like a pig is playing a human against e- like they're playing against each other on a video game maybe? Oh, that could be. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and this human's like, one day, pig, I'll get you. Oh, this pig's good. This pig is so good. What, did he put in the Contra code? How's he not dying? <laughs> How does he know, BA star? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he knows left, right? Come on. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, all right, Kevin, let's talk about headline number two. Okay, world's stinkiest cheese, also the most expensive at $482 a pound. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. I don't like smelly cheese. Yeah. Why does it have to smell so? I think it has to do with the aging process, doesn't it? Because it's like bacteria, right? I mean, things smell bad when they're full of bacteria. <laughs> like, think of the smelliest thing in the world. It's poop. Mm-hmm. It's filled with grossness. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I, I f- Fermented things, like 
like wine or mm. um you know sauerkraut tempeh which we eat a lot yeah, of that's true we do eat a lot of like tempeh. i mean it has good bacteria in it and has fermented it takes a little bit of time so mm. maybe that you know cheese goes through a similar sort of process yeah blue cheese you True. think that's not great <laughs> it doesn't smell. you love blue cheese i do love it. i was i grew up in a blue cheese a blue collar blue cheese household <laughs> <laughs> it was just we had a lot of blue cheese on our on our shirts yeah yeah from eating yeah. so much uh, of it so much of it just a lot going on there <laughs> um yeah so you don't like sticky cheese just because it smells bad yeah it's off put because to me like doesn't uh, isn't part of taste also rooted in the sense so like something that smells bad, it's hard for me to get over that to enjoy the flavor of it. Yeah. But uh, that's just me. Uh-huh. Also, I'm not a big cheese fan anymore. I mean, uh, we've uh, kind of pretty much cut cheese as we know it out of our out of our lives. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we, we didn't like have a fight with it and cut it out of our lives. Like, right. We were, we were, we were like, new, we're done with you. <laughs> right. I'm not letting you back in my life, cheese. Not this time. You really hurt <laughs> You've me. You've wronged me too many you times. Th- you really hurt me, Gouda. <laughs> 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 that sharp cheese cut me to the core <laughs> for nutritional reasons we've uh, we've uh, we're passing on the cheese right right and uh goodness gracious you and your <laughs> words right now oh my god <laughs> i don't know it's real sharp <laughs> thank you uh <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um but yeah I, I guess you're right the the part of uh things that we eat has to do with how things smell and also how it looks i mean that's yeah, a big part of big, big of wanting to consume something you yeah. know do you think it's made of like normal uh normal milk or is it from like a weird animal you think the cheese or how do you think it's like what is what makes it so costly i wonder uh probably the aging process yeah the the probably the length of period and perhaps the method in Mm. which it's been aged okay uh because that's part of the flavor of cheese as well as the uh length of time that goes into aging it Mm -hmm. you read a lot of labels it says on there like you know, aged seven years or six mm-hmm. months or whatever. Um, kind of again, like wine. Like right. they, there's a reason why they pair them well together. <laughs> they both they both spend a lot of time. They both they've both spent some time. Yeah, they both spent some time locked down. Locked down. Do you for remember, its own good? Do you remember that one uh, headline we had a few years ago of the? Uh, the the people that played certain kinds of music and the cheese. I do. Would, it was Swiss. Yeah, right? yeah. They would the cheese would uh, take on a different uh, properties based on the music they were playing for. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So perhaps uh, that might be a little bit of a method that's put into this. Maybe a live band has to be there playing cost mm-hmm. round the clock for the cheese. And, yeah, and the the cost per pound is quite expensive because of that cost. Yeah. And this particular cheese will only accept uh, music uh, that is uh, either played by or covered um, uh, of the B-52s. That's very specific. Very. It's very specific. It's very specific. (laughs) But you know what? Pricey cheese, it's worth it. It is worth it. It is. Uh, And I mean, really, I mean, when you think about 
cheese development or even human development, Mm -hmm. what better soundtrack than the sounds of Fred Schneider's voice from the B-52s? Yeah. Just a soothing, nurturing sound. (laughs) Yeah. It's very interesting how like certain foods have uh, uh, a, a wealth behind them. So like, like a $500 bottle of wine Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, something like this where it's like expensive cheese or it's really interesting that, and and the way that it's made, it can really put a price tag on it. That seems so bananas. It really does. I would, I think if I had that kind of money and like, uh, I was really wealthy and, and I was out somewhere instead of ordering a $500, $500 bottle of wine for the table, I would order the fi- the $482 block of cheese and carve it up and pass it around to everybody. Well, it's per pound, so hopefully there's enough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah. it, maybe it's it could be dense. It might be a small amount. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a big bone cheese, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dense. It's not, it's not a fat cheese. It's just really big bone. It's big bone, yes. Big boned. It's, yeah. uh, you can look for it in the husky section of your local dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, otherwise known as plus uh headline number three kevin headline three sketch artist is doing ear portraits is that what it was yeah to help catch criminals it's uh based uh, on the ear sketch artist specializes in ear portraits to solve crimes (laughs) it's so weird yeah like, do people remember, like, when people are witnessing to a crime, Do you, are the detectives like, tell me about the suspect's ears? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't see their faces. Ah, I see. Were the ears gauged? Was I, there an earring? Could be. Was there a lot of hair sticking out? Maybe. These are their stories. <laughs> ears are just as unique as fingerprints. Really? Did you know that? I did not know that. No one has the same ear. Everyone has different ears. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're the basic principles are the same, but is there some kind of... Well, so aren't eyes or fingers. Or right. But is there some kind of impression that we can't see? Yeah. I really? mean, if you, if you were to like press your ear up against a piece of glass, no other ear on earth would be like yours. Wow. I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. Which, uh, which was strange that the original iPhone ear sensor was not more more popular. I know. Yeah. I know you would think that they would want to do that, but yeah. I guess not. Huh. Yeah. Well, we don't really put our phones to our ears anymore, I guess. No, we just look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I why is it, I mean it shouldn't even be called a phone anymore. Right. <laughs> really it should just be called a computer that you sometimes talk at. Pocket computer. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Like how I mean I have probably used my phone for maybe two hours of actual talking on in the last 10 years. That's a lie. I hear you on it every day for eight. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> for leisurely talking though. Leisurely uh, while talking working. Is very yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah leisurely true. talking. It is pretty minimal when you're talking on it. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine when you were first te- telling me this headline about the sketch artists, I was imagining like, uh, ear portraits like of like a f- almost like a like a California raisin type thing where it was like ear with like arms and legs and like but it was like from like the 20s and there was a very okay. stoic picture of people it's got a little cigar <laughs> yeah. maybe a, little a tiny saxophone monocle across maybe. It. Yeah, yeah yeah oh you're imagining like Mr. Peanut but an ear yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing <laughs> 
<laughs> that's exactly what okay. I was Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like you go to you go to the amusement park and someone does like ear caricatures of you. Okay. Like that's what I was imagining. That's really funny. <laughs> Just imagine you that. You want to see yourself as a full size ear? <laughs> Boy, do I. Well, I'm the artist for you. How much do these cost? They're $45 of sketch. Well, sold. I'll give you 50 Well, thank you. <laughs> Sit down and let me get out my charcoals. <laughs> He paints in charcoal. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Well, why not? It's, it's a, a it's a great great medium. It's a renewable you know? source. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> easy to smudge. Get the shading just right. Beautiful. <laughs> I think I would be the worst witness. I cannot remember anything. Yeah. Like I'm terrible at that. Like I wonder, like how do people like like sometimes when I watch TV shows and people are uh, and again it's just TV so maybe it's not real but uh, is the is the um, the probability of people giving accurate depiction or descriptions uh, is it positive like are there lots of false uh, descriptions that happen because I, I can't imagine if you told me to like remember somebody i happened to see in a store two days ago that could be a criminal i couldn't tell you anything about them there's a a lot of interesting um research out there that that has to do with how the human brain remembers details and um it's not uncommon where a witness like say if there's a bank robbery or something and um two different witnesses will see or more will see maybe the getaway car mm -hmm. and they'll both describe it as a truck but what's interesting is one witness will describe it as white and another witness will describe it as red huh. obviously one of them m might be right yeah but it's interesting that for whatever reason in their brains, they both remember that it's a truck, but the detail of the color was not something that resonated or stayed with wow. them. But, um, we don't know enough about the human brain to understand why they don't recall certain details like that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not useful. It just, it, it, it just stinks that it, the, the human brain not, can't be accurate yeah. enough. But I think sometimes if there's like a traumatic event of some sort, um, the detail that you're able to provide, uh, so if like someone um, was actually a part of, so like if someone was in that bank while that was being robbed, they might have a better uh, recollection of what happened, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more detail that they could recall um, rather than the person who is just a witness on the outside too, right. because they're taking in all this extra yeah, stuff versus yeah. like being in survival mode right. and taking in exactly alertness yes, happening, absolutely. right? Yeah. Yep. Like a fight or flight kind of uh -huh. thing where your body's like, remember these things? Yeah. 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 Where someone on the outside. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess I couldn't, yeah, I guess I, I'm giving myself the, uh, a poor, uh, hypothetical uh, end result here. Cause I don't know how I would react you're, in a, you're, in you're a crisis situation like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, right. you're lucky enough to know you don't know how your brain would react in that situation. And that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you're right. That's true. So don't give yourself good. Don't get down on yourself. Yeah, like yeah. don't say you're going to be a bad witness. Right. Right. Uh, Boy, what a negative Nelly I am. I know. Even in, even in a hypothetical, I'm like letting myself <laughs> down. <laughs> God, God, Kev, it's okay to have like some cool like fantasies, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say that you might be a hero. <laughs> Guys, I had this, I was just sitting there, I had this great dream that I was running for president and then I lost by a huge landslide. Like it was really bad. Like I ran a, ter I ran a terrible campaign. <laughs> I just never give myself credit. <laughs> just didn't do it. <laughs> oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah. I never knew that about the ear. That's so weird. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you maybe could in a heightened sense of fear, you might be able to remember an odd thing. Like maybe... 
uh, it could be an earring or a certain shape or something peculiar about mm-hmm. the ear that sticks out. Yeah. Which could, with that information added into whatever else you have about this person, could whittle it down and mm-hmm. maybe save a life. There are certain countries that do use ear prints as uh, uh admittable to the court of law no, really? as evidence if uh you know if maybe they don't have any other sort of dna hmm. at the crime scene if they have an ear print of the possible criminal they can use that as evidence wow. as the person being there i always thought it was weird when people use like shoe prints as evidence like there was a shoe print and it was a nike shoe right there and the person who we think did the crime also had nikes but Everybody has, like, you know what I mean? It's like everybody yeah, it's has shoes. Mass production, yeah. Like, how do you know that? Like, mm-hmm. that always seems weird to me on TV yeah. shows. They're like, we took this shoe print and we found out that it was a Doc Martin 12 eye lace boot from 1996. But, like, how do you know that, first of all? Holy cow. Yeah. So they use that print to get their foot on the foot in the door oh so to speak. you stinker uh but usually stinkier than that cheese you <laughs> i mean you could say that that's reasonable doubt mm-hmm. that the the shoe print could be thrown out but it's the dna evidence that's usually connected to that shoe and that person wearing that oh, shoe right. is what ends up in the conviction of the crime i think what you just described was the other shoe dropping what High yeah five. we did it <laughs> kevin <laughs> kevin we did it <laughs> i don't know what we did but we certainly had fun <laughs> <laughs> so one of these headlines oh is real okay this is insane because these are all lunacy uh we have pigs playing computer games we have the stinkiest cheese ever and we have a sketch artist of of ears oh my gosh like i it's hard to figure out which one's real because i feel like there were some red herrings here maybe like you knew a lot about ears and stuff which makes me think that you were trying to you could be overselling it to make me think that it is real or to throw me off the scent you know what i mean or you know a lot about it because you read the article and you're just answering questions so that's tricky uh cheese we love cheese at least we used to so i feel like you may have thrown that in there to just be like a little wrench in the works and you know that uh i love a good video game related or technology story so like you've really i feel like you've really mystified the situation (laughs) here in various ways (laughs) and i cannot put my finger on which one is real this week ah man um (laughs) I really don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with the pigs as the real story, just as a 100% guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Kevin, um, you would be correct. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was really... Th- Good for I, you. Yeah. I mean, you really... That ear one, like, I felt like... I felt like that one could be real, but the, I don't know. Like, it was like, oh, do I guess that one or not? I just... You had me had me going there. <laughs> um. I have to admit that that is inspired by uh, my watching. So, like, I have uh, an app on my phone that allows me to watch TV. So, I was watching um, Cold Case Files one day while I was working. (laughs) And so, they were, I think it was Cold Case Files. I can't remember what the show was. But anyway, so, it was talking about, um, like, different, uh, I think it was Cold Case. So, they're talking about how DNA and stuff like that can lead to solving of crimes. And this particular one um it was talking about in 
I believe the Netherlands where there is a specific agent there who is really pushing for the inclusion of earprints to be included uh, as admissible in or yeah admitted into evidence um for solving crimes and he has had people convicted on this because it is true everyone has a unique earprint no one has the same wow so if you have someone who before they break in somewhere what they're going to do is press their ear up against the door or the wall Uh, or something to listen so that criminal is going to leave their earprint there so and a lot of times, like people are looking around for different evidence, fingerprints, whatever. But they should also be checking for earprints because that could also be wow something that they could use as evidence. That's so great. Yeah, I was really <laughs> fascinated by that. But I was like, how do I take that and make it something fun? Yeah, well, you did, and it really was tricky because I I really was leaning towards that one, but as the real one because I was like, I don't know, but she seemed to know a lot about this, but <laughs> she could be trying to throw me off. I don't know. <laughs> as far as the pigs looking up thing i think i saw that as like someone uh um i think vincent d'onofrio actually like tweeted that and someone else had like brought it up i I don't know it was like in a string of tweets that i'd seen a long time ago (laughs) but yeah i don't think pigs can't look up that's so weird uh but they're so damn cute uh for real uh this is from the independent dot co dot uk uh pigs can play computer games study shows <laughs> pigs have learned to play video games by using a joystick hmm. in a study that underlines their intelligence u.s researchers trained four pigs to control a cursor on a monitor using their ah, snouts okay. to move the joystick in return and rewards they used two micro pigs called ebony and ivory and two yorkshire pigs called hamlet and omelet that's messed up. Uh, to test the animals. Hamlet and omelet. Yeah, that's oh, really messed up. God. Uh, to test the animals' abilities. Hamlet. <sighs> omelet. Awful. Yeah. It's been long known that pigs are more intelligent than dogs, and some have claimed they are the fourth most intelligent creature on Earth. A series of experiments have shown pigs may learn relatively complex tasks. Early 20th centuries found that they could solve multiple choice problems, and later studies showed that they could learn to obtain light, produce extra heat uh, for their enclosure to acquire feed. I guess, um, I guess the pig's only crime is that they are so del- are considered to be so delicious that it, it, it like outweighs their, their uh, intelligence. Isn't that sad? Yeah. It's kind of messed up. I'm uh, going to circle back there. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, a series of experiments have shown pigs may learn relatively complex tasks. A 1966 investigation proved the animals can distinguish brightness, color, and space. Hmm. Writing in the journal Frontiers in Psychology, Candace Crony of Purdue University and Sarah Boyson said they, they showed the animals a video game in which they had to use a joystick to maneuver a cursor until it collided with one of four wall-like stru- structures on the screen, hmm. making a sound at which point the pig received a food treat. Although food rewards associated with the task were likely a motivating factor, the social contact and the, uh, the social contact the pigs experienced with their trainer also appeared to be very important. Even when the equipment failed and there were no treats, the pigs still made the correct correct responses, being rewarded only with verbal and tactile reinforcement from the experimenter. This may have been due to the strong bond the pigs developed with the experimenter during training. Professor Crony said potentially there may be more pigs 
capable of learning and understanding and responding than we have previously investigated. Uh, Philip Lambry, Global Chief of Compassion World Farming, said the study highlighted a need for the animals to be treated better. This latest research shows pigs are even more intelligent than we ever thought, yet we keep a majority of pigs in appalling, deprived conditions on factory farms, he said. Yeah, that's kind of screwed up. Yeah. These smart creatures creatures are kept barren, crowded in, in caged conditions where they are treated like inanimate cogs like animal machines. Mm. At the end of their lives, most are gassed using carbon dioxide, perhaps the cruelest of killing methods. Oh, God. This latest science shows we need to rethink. It's high time we ended factory farming pigs and show them respect they deserved. Yeah, what's more delicious, having bacon or having a friend you can play a video game with? I mean, come on. I mean, if they have like the same intelligence as a dog or greater than, I mean, if they're the fourth most intelligent creature. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really... It's, it's kind of appalling that we do that. Fascinating yeah. that they are are able to comprehend such things. Yeah, that's wild. Wow. Uh, Rebecca E. Nordquist, assistant professor of veterinary medicine in Utrecht University, who was not involved in the study, said the discovery of pig intelligence was relevant because group housing was now the norm in the EU. So pigs need to be kept track of social interactions, and farms were increasingly, increasingly using automated feeders that pigs have to operate themselves. Raising farm species without maternal care, insufficient challenges, and mixing of social groups may all negatively impact cognition. As the body of research grows, we will be able to translate translate this back to improvement of farms and improve farm animals' lives, she wrote. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's wild. very fascinating. Yeah, that's very interesting. It, like, it's not just about like, oh, let's see what we can teach these pigs. It's about, um, you know, whether, whether or not you... you uh, eat meat or eat uh pigs um maybe uh this is leading toward a a better more humane way to allow these animals to have at least somewhat of a better life uh other than just being like gassed gassed after living in squalor yeah like how messed up yeah gross super gross but it's fascinating to learn like how smart they are yeah absolutely i had no idea yeah yeah, I knew that pigs were smart, but I didn't know that they were smart enough to uh, learn how to play video games. Yeah, and yeah. just like uh, uh, training any other sort of animal, uh, you can um, use food as a big motivator. I know, like in things that I've read about training our cat, uh, food is a huge motivator to get her to want to do anything, and mm-hmm. um, that's how I teach her to get up on her cat tree when we got it. Um, and yeah. how to use her little stairs that we have next to our bed. And yeah, and that's how we taught her to play Halo. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, she's good. She's, she's so nationally good. ranked. I know. She has her own Twitch. Yeah, don't tell anyone. But <laughs> she's actually supporting she's our us. Chloe. She's our Chloe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really good, Tiff. Thanks. For that. I'm glad you found that article. Yeah. It was a good one. Sorry about the grim details. Yeah, it's okay. Hey. But you know what? Sometimes uh, reality is grim. Right. So. <laughs> and that we've learned in the last 12 months. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back after these words. <laughs> Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go to screen printer. 
Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. All right, and we're back. Kevin. Yes, Tiffany. Tell me about your headlines. All right, here we go. Tiffany, here are my three headlines for the week. Only one of them is real. Are you ready? I guess so. Okay, here we go. Headline number one. Canadian geese take over abandoned Florida Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Canadian geese take over abandoned Florida Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Headline number two. World's first mixtape sells at auction for $175,000. World's first mixtape sells at auction for $175,000. Wow. And headline number three. World's first space hotel plans to open by 2030 with rooms and a bar overlooking Earth. World's first space hotel plans to open by 2030 with rooms and a bar overlooking the Earth. Gross. (laughs) Gross. Gross. (laughs) Just go somewhere normal. Just imagine the points you'll earn for staying there. That's a lot of Hilton points. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that story <laughs> you don't want to go to space i'm just mad <laughs> yeah do you want to go with that we want to discuss that one first <laughs> no. seem very impassioned about it i'm just i'm just mad because i don't know if i'll be wealthy enough by 2030 to be able to afford <laughs> that's a trip that's true well i haven't even gone to disney world it's just I, how am i supposed to make it to space and disney <laughs> by the time we can afford uh space travel there will be a disney on one of the planets in our, on mars probably and at that point i'll be too old to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> i plan on being so fat i won't be able to fit in any of the ride seats Aww. Yeah, i just want to really let myself go okay at some point if just, that's if that's what you feel like you would feel your best at i support you wow what a beautiful person you are thank you i love you wow i will not i'm not going to choose to do that okay but uh, thank you for allowing me the per- possibility yeah <laughs> uh well let's go to headline headline one first uh which what was it again uh according to you is canadian geese take yes. over a florida Chuck E. cheese an abandoned florida Chuck E. cheese they're not just like taking over you know, a functioning one and working Th- there they're not walking in with like knives drawn like this is ours now <laughs> i want Get the out. kids out of here and i want that ski ball machine uh is mine uh canadian geese are dicks so i wouldn't put it past them <laughs> is there a difference between like uh there's geese and then there's canadian geese right they're not all canadian geese right i mean there's mexican geese and european geese and probably you know uh, russian geese <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie i have no idea but yes there are differences between uh, you're talking about like the white geese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of what they're called. Um, and I should know what they were because my dad had them for right. a long time. Those were not Canadian geese. No, they were not Canadian geese. They're they're like, I don't know, like farmer's geese. I don't know what you okay. call them. I can't remember. Um, but they're like the white geese that you see. Most people are like, oh, that's a duck. And you're like, no, the duck is too long. It's not a duck. <laughs> it's some kind of swan, I think, isn't it? No. Oh, sorry. You seem to know a lot it's about a animals. Geese. Wow. It's a geese. It's a geese. <laughs> it's one singular geese. <laughs> <laughs> is it a goose oh, is a goose and a geese different <laughs> yeah are they uh yeah oh, i don't know 
Well, a geese is plural and a goose is a goose. One. But they're of the same thing, right? Yeah. It's a plural. It's just the plural. Okay. All right. It's like mouse and geese. I was just going to say that. (laughs) <laughs> it's like mouse and meese yeah gotcha got it meese and geese yeah <laughs> um perfect and gary sinise <laughs> gary sinise's canadian geeses it's a it's a denim shop in toronto <laughs> uh they don't actually own the facility they lease it <laughs> you mean a geese is on a lease with gary sinise <laughs> I think my brain just broke. <laughs> Did I? Am I alive right now? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, these geese, they uh-huh. took it on over. They took it over. Okay. I, I Like I said, I don't think that... Th- I imagine like the... I imagine the Canadian geese taking over, like flying in one day while it was still an open business and they all attack chucky uh-huh. chucky cheese yeah and they're picking away at him the mouse ripping him apart he's like one one mouse of many meese right right chucky cheese is a he is a he's one he's one of many of meese. nieces yeah right? uh he has a niece <laughs> yeah <laughs> who married gary sinise uh, and her name is Louise. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. they have a daughter named Elise. Yes. Right. Hold on. I have to sneeze. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> is this what it's like to be high? Uh, yeah, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> So these Canadian geese walk in with their switchblades. Yes. Uh, you know, because their wings are very sharp. They're sharp. They shank the Aflac duck right away. Got to take down the, the biggest <laughs> fowl in the yard first. Right. And then then take down Chucky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of the whatever characters are there. Are there other, are there other characters at Chuck E. Cheese? Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not just the Chuck. Uh... It's I don't know. Yet another place I've never been. I don't know if I've. Yeah, it's been a long time. For <laughs> well, you know what, Tiffany? With the way our finances are going this year, I believe that we will be able to go to Chuck E. Cheese before we go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we find the nearest one that's still open. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Uh. So. But we we may not be able to go into it because maybe this one's also taken over by Canadian geese. That's true. So what, what? are they doing there? I think it's just a, like a like a like a geese habitat now. Yeah. But they are kind of like jerks, right? The Canadian geese, like they're. I mean, most things Canadian are nice. Like the Canadians yeah. have a reputation for being very polite, mm-hmm. very nice as uh, people. But then they send. Does that their, suddenly make sense as to why I'm so kind? Yeah, I mean, you you grew up in in parts of Canada, right? <laughs> no. Well, sort of. Sort of. You spent some time there as a youth. Y- yeah. You also have. <laughs> whole that's three a whole, months, I think. That's, well, it's, it's enough uh, to really make a mark on you. <laughs> and, uh, but you have relatives from Canada. Right. Right. You're, that's you what have I mean. Canadian li- lineage. Yeah. Um, but you're not a jerk. 
No. But the the birds Sometimes. are are quite foul. Yeah. They can be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to be fair, most geese are actually not that nice. I mean, they can chase you. Mhm. And they're very uh territorial and uh they will come at you and they are not afraid to bite. I mean, even the ones that were around your house growing up? I mean, yeah, sometimes. I mean, it depends. Um, they, I mean, we never, it's not like we were like buds. I mean, there was one that we were buds with. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- when you have a goose inside the house or inside an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese, I can just imagine there's a lot of shit everywhere. A lot of poop, I would imagine. It's yeah. everywhere. I would imagine it's in the, in the buttons of the video game and all caked on everywhere. They have like skee ball in there. Yeah, they do. I just imagine like a geese laying eggs like in the ski ball. That ball return yeah. thing. <laughs> and they, yeah, they they can't understand why their eggs don't hatch. I imagine a, I imagine a bird, a geese, a, a goose uh, pooping into like the the thing marked 100 and like little tickets kicking out of the machine. Wow. That's what I imagine. If that's a way to win, you know, I yeah. support this. Because I'm terrible at ski Go ball. Go give me that teddy you. bear. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you terrible I'm at I'm not good ball? at ski ball. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. Wow. I'm terrible at most uh, activities. No. I think I'm meant just to sit and talk. That's about the thing, the thing okay. I'm good at. Okay. Yeah. Well, I disagree. <laughs> Kevin, headline number two. Uh, headline number two, the world's first mixtape was sold at auction for $175,000. Wow. Wow. When was the first mixtape? Was it like... At in the 1970s how long have tapes been around that you could record on uh tapes have been around since like the 60s but i don't know how i think they really became more popular in probably the 70s into the 80s i would i would imagine yeah because eight tracks were still happening then a little bit and there was a little bit of an overlap there so you Mm -hmm. had records eight tracks and cassette tapes yes yeah and i think for and then eight tracks never really like i remember them a little bit when i was like very little i remember we had a, my dad had an older car that had an a-track player in it like an older uh-huh. truck uh-huh. and but like most like stereo th- machines stereo machines uh in the house it had like a cassette but not an a-track player on it so i think that kind of okay. i don't know if that had caught on or if it did it was definitely fading out by the 80s mm-hmm. um, from what i recall yeah but then like how when did when did stereo start having like the option to do like the play record yeah that would probably be in the i would say in the 70s maybe at some yeah. point because there were definitely a, they were definitely around when i was a kid okay like there was an older my parents had like an older stereo that had one cassette player built into it it did have i think it did have an a-track in it and also like a record player then like a radio built in the bottom uh-huh. it was like an all-in-one type thing my dad still has one of those yeah and i think that that had a record function on it like mm-hmm. you could like record a record cool you know that kind of thing or record off the radio okay that kind of thing mm-hmm. um i don't think you could record an a-track maybe you could I don't know. we never had a-tracks growing up though yeah but uh, i loved cassette tapes yeah do you, know, do you know the 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 creator of the cassette tape recently passed away too oh r.i.p like, that person like a week ago i think the oh, person wow. yeah i believe it was from 1961 wow was when it was created they were looking for like a portable new medium okay you can put in your pocket and take with you and the perfect uh, format for many years i love the mixtape and now look at us yeah it's funny i was just uh mentioning to uh one of my friends from high school she'd posted on instagram uh this thing and and behind it she had a a song that was playing 
uh, inner story. And I was like, when I hear that song, I think of the mixtape you made for my car when we would drive around and it just instantly takes me back to that. And, uh, you know, she agreed. And, and so it's funny that like mixtapes, like they had so they, they became like such a, a staple in, uh, at least for us in our generations, yeah, for uh, sure. our youths and, and, uh, how important they were like absolutely recording music off the radio and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, how like that was like, sometimes that's what you do to like, you know, share with your friends or, you know, when you met me, you made me like a, a mix CD. I did make you a mix CD. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. It's cool. I wanted to show you all the weird music I liked. And uh, yeah, I'll, I was, I'm still a fan of pretty much most of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. maybe like two songs on there that I'm like, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I know what those are too. Yeah. Um, so this is the world's first mixtape. So this would have been the 1970s, probably. I'm guessing so. Yeah. And it was sold in auction. Yeah. What do you think might be on it? You think it's like songs from the radio? You think it's somebody yeah. put, cutting together? Yeah. I, I often did that. I would often like if whatever songs I liked, I would, when they came on, I would, I would record them and then yeah, you'd sit and wait. Yeah. Because it was a lot cheaper than buying stuff. Yeah. You didn't, I, don't, I didn't have disposable income as a kid. Right. Who did? Yeah. You needed to tape stuff off the radio. Yeah. What the heck? You borrow your friend's CDs, record it yes, that way. That I was would a, do that. Oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. We mm-hmm. definitely had like a little exchange thing happening with friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Or borrow their tapes. Yeah. Because if you had one of those dual stere- tape yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. It was cool. That was the only time my handwriting was ever legible was when I would take the time to slowly write down all the track listings of tapes I was making. So, you know, you're capable of doing it. If you just slow down and do it, you're capable I am. of doing it. You just don't give yourself enough credit. That's true. And there's usually not enough time because usually if I'm writing something down, I'm trying to take notes as somebody's talking like on a f- work phone call or something. So... It's never very legible, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think I probably am. My handwriting is a little bit better than I give myself credit for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Um, if you had to make a mixtape right now, what would be, uh, is there a song that pops in your head? If I said make a mixtape, what's the first song that comes to your head that you'd want to put on it for me right now? Uh, for you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Into Your Arms by the Lemonheads. Oh, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking In View by the Tragically Hip that was you. another one yeah those are those are important songs to us yeah they so, are yeah interesting so i'd wonder uh do you so you definitely made mixtapes as well then as you as you were mm-hmm. growing up too oh. yeah so absolutely I, when did that stop it must have been like in the early 2000s right when tapes kind of just stopped happening yeah i think uh once once music became a little bit more um available on ipods and stuff like yeah. that so that was like the mid 2000s was when um uh, mp3 players and ipods they became a thing so people were able to hold all this yeah. m- their whole library music stuff. yeah yeah onto one little thing and not just like several tapes yeah. so i think you're right i think that's definitely when things changed for me yeah i bought like an ipod nano when it came out i thought that was the coolest thing this it tiny was little device and then i think the last cd that i bought was probably when we first met we uh, around that time we went to the mall together yep. and i bought a buffalo tom cd and that was the last cd i ever bought i think yeah wow that was like a 2007 <laughs> <laughs> that's so wild yeah 
It's interesting how that's all evolved. It's uh, but now we, but now cassettes and records, everything's kind of making a comeback as people mm-hmm. kind of miss the sort of tangible item. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to kind of hold on to something and and that uh, definitely like a weird nostalgia around that too. I'm sure that fuels part of it as we've all become very spoiled with with the, the technology. You yeah. Know? So it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I had that kind of money disposable income to buy like a, a, a the very first mixtape i mean if i had millions of dollars i don't even know if i see i always say that about myself like if i had money uh would i spend it on that kind of stuff i don't know i think i would not because i wouldn't want to waste it on that but maybe i would if it was if it was just pennies to me maybe i would buy something like that i don't uh, know yeah i wouldn't I don't think I would. Not if I had a say in it. Yeah. You're much more level-headed. <laughs> you would be like, give that $175,000 to a charity. And I'd be like, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> and I would make you a mixtape. <laughs> and I would love it. <laughs> you knew what? Um, so headline number three, Kevin, um, maybe we could go on a date to the world's first space hotel. Yeah. Space hotel. I don't want to be in the first group to go. No. Yeah. It feels like so many things could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'll say. I mean, we don't really have anything. So if it's a space hotel, with i mean you imagine like what a hotel looks like and it's got to be some kind of scaled down version of that to some degree but the objects that we have in space right now are nowhere near the size of like a hotel even a hotel room would they be like this like the things we have up in orbit aren't building sized right like are we ready in by nine years to have a giant building floating around the planet with people staying in a hotel room yeah it seems like it's too far away, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's like it's like you would have to have the equivalent of a cruise ship in space. Yeah. Because people would have to have their own private little pods. Mm-hmm. And then people would want to go out onto the deck and see mm-hmm. what's going on. They'd probably have some sort of entertainment because they couldn't just enjoy the beauty of space while they were up there. They'd have right, to be right. entertained with something, it whether it's a Catskills comedian or something. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to have like some sort of performers yeah, on, yeah. on there doing musical numbers, comedians, right? Oh God. Um, maybe some sort of, I don't know. Like a magician. Can you have a space pool? <laughs> I don't know. How would that, you'd have to have like, I imagine just like floating around with like gobs of water floating around with you. Like I there's know. no way to like center it. it How, have to there's be. no cannonballs. <laughs> there's no cannonballs in space. There's n- <laughs> <laughs> you would have to, right. Cause you would have to somehow figure out gravity, right? You would have to have that inside there. Yeah. Cause right now when people are in space, uh, they're just floating around. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not just willy nilly, but inside the ships. Yeah. So you're, you're telling me that in nine years we're going to have it figured out where people are going to be able to walk normally around in a building or in a structure right that doesn't sound right to me i feel like there might be areas where they they have gravity because like do you think people would really want to go to space and eat like space food no you want like gourmet food these rich assholes would expect lobsters from maine right yes yeah you know what i mean yeah exactly they would want the finest things Mm mm-hmm so yeah, and, you, and do, are you going to be able to get enough food, water, oxygen, sanitation, mm-hmm. and then somehow make all of this experience comfortable too? Because you don't want it to be, if you're spending that kind of money, you don't want it to be like a sterile sort of uncomfortable environment either. You want people to have fun and be you, entertained. Right. That's what vacations are all about. It's going to be all about looking down at the planet and taking pictures uh-huh. and, you know, being observing and taking all the stuff in. So 
you'd want it to be like a comfortable experience for people and they're not like wearing like a you're not wearing a spacesuit the whole time because if you're just like a civilian you're not going to be and that's another thing too like if you're just is it just civilians anybody can go do you have to have some kind of space training to get into to be oh that could thrown be too. Up that high in the in the atmosphere and uh, you must have to sign some sort of waiver <sighs> yeah you gotta go to like training who wants to go on training for a vacation oh that's too much work like i want to go on vacation like i just want to it's like when you hop on a plane like you just want to hop on that ship yeah shoot your butt to the hotel in space yeah check in get there check in eat some moon cheese ask someone to hold your bags while you wait for them to clean the room because you got there just a little early (laughs) how embarrassing (laughs) and you were like well i'm punctual (laughs) um and uh yeah and then you get up there and like the room isn't quite cleaned as well as you would like and so they give you a free bottle of wine you're like i don't drink this wine and then they're just like well (laughs) um have you tried space wine though because it might be a little bit different (laughs) 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 it's from the vineyards on venus yeah uh (laughs) don't tell anyone they're new uh yeah so um uh, yeah, it just seems like an awful big undertaking yeah. to to have solved in 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. But maybe we are. Maybe we're farther along. I mean, we're sending stuff into space every day. Maybe where there's more, maybe we're farther along with this than we realize. Right. But it does seem like a disaster. I don't think I'd want to be in that first group going up there. No. Definitely would want to check it out for a while. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to be in, yeah, in the gu- guinea pig group at all. Like, no. And it's got to be super expensive too, right? I mean, it's expensive just to, to fly or travel. Think of the fuel cost. Right. Let yeah. alone going into orbit. There's a reason why it's, you know, I mean, the the cost and the research and the certification for people to go through uh, exploring space is, is very extensive. Like it, when people go into space... Um, it takes a toll on your body. Like you think about when you fly just, you know, across the country or whatever, how dry your skin gets. Like when you get done, like mm-hmm. you have to drink a lot of water. You you should be moisturizing more, whatever, just to replenish your body from everything that it lost. And when you go into space, you actually, it affects your bone density. Mm-hmm. So like the calcium and, and any other sort of vitamins that you might have to take to replenish that, like you it's a lot of it's it's, there's a lot more to it than just like well i'm hopping on a ship like it's it takes a real toll on you like astronauts really have to think about this sort of stuff yeah you're right yeah and then so the the lay person going into space yeah about being to be prepared for that yeah good question this sounds like a disaster uh yeah yeah no thanks i don't think we're supposed to go there yeah let's just go to disney and like stay at the star wars hotel not the same same experience let's just pretend we're in space (laughs) yes exactly i prefer that i do too yeah a lot of people have called me a space cadet so i think i'm ready (laughs) for the out outer space exploration (laughs) (laughs) so kevin one of these is real yeah which one do you think it might be they all seem pretty weird huh We've got the Canadian geese taking over a Chuck E. Cheese. We've got the world's first mixtape selling for $175,000. And we have Space Hotel. Hmm. Let's go with the mixtape. Mixtape? Well, Tiffany and Dylan, I am afraid to tell you that that is a fake headline. Well, that's heartbreaking, Kevin. I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry. 
Canadian geese or space hotel or space hotel. Canadian geese or space hotel. Oh, let's go with the space hotel. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Well, that is a real headline. World's first space hotel plans to open by 2030. That's bullshit. With rooms and a bar overlooking no. Earth. No. <laughs> Book your travel right now on Orbits. Cancel. I want a refund. <laughs> this is according to mirror.co.uk. I didn't mean to stop over your joke. It just took me a minute to get it. It's okay. <laughs> The world's first space hotel will boast a hotel, luxurious holiday villas, a restaurant, and even a space, even a space for a gym and live concerts. You were correct. There was going to be live entertainment up there. Yeah, there there has to be. Has to be. A hotel in space sounds like something out of a sci-fi film, but one company is looking to make it a reality by 2030. Space construction company, the Gateway Foundation, which absolutely sounds like a sinister company in a sci-fi movie yeah it sounds like the umbrella corporation (laughs) exactly the gateway foundation the future of space travel today uh so the gateway company has shared a sneak peek video with designs of what guests could expect from the hotel and it's pretty impressive we're talking luxurious bedrooms restaurants a gym and even a space where guests can enjoy live events such as sports and concerts who's playing sports in space (laughs) what kind of sport like ping pong and how is that game going to be won (laughs) the ball just floats for five minutes Uh, yeah (laughs) it's very captivating it's very fair are we watching a slow motion video or is this real life i don't know what's happening right now uh dubbed the voyager station it's definitely uh a stay that looks out of this world sorry we had to says the author uh there is set to be a large lounge bar with heaps of seating and a viewing area where you can look out into outer space with views of the earth below, as well as a restaurant serving up gourmet dishes. Wow. So this is, kind of shows you some of the, it looks almost like a Ferris wheel kind of. It looks like a steering wheel. It really does. It looks like a, and there's like pods maybe on each, like almost like a Ferris wheel, like pods yeah. that you would stay in. I don't know. Uh, the hotel rooms will have uh, all the sort of luxurious things that you, we've come to expect in a hotel, like double beds, ensuite bathrooms and windows overlooking with space views. Uh, the station is divided into 24 pods, each of which each of which will have a dedicated function. Some will be food, some will serve, uh, some will have live entertainment, uh, and some will be the station's uh, you know power and water supply systems. Here's like a, a rendering of what the room looks like. It does look like a very sterile sort of like Star Trek, type yeah, co- like living quarters maybe, yeah, you know, like you would see on a spaceship. Uh, the idea is that it will cater to space tourists who want to experience life on a larger space station with the comforts and low gravity of, and feel of a luxurious hotel. Um, so it kind of shows you just some little... Uh, the giant structure will rotate to generate artificial gravity, so guests will be able to walk as normal, while fac- uh, facilities such as toilets and showers would work the same way they would on Earth. Uh, Construction is expected to begin within the next few years, with plans to open by the end of the decade. And there's a person playing a uh, rendering of someone playing space basketball. No, which seems so absurd. What's also, going on with that person? Are they out? Like they, do they lose? 
I don't know. Yeah, there, there's somebody sitting. They've been injured. I, I think they are. That gravity is too powerful in that corner. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this picture. There's a trampoline underneath. Like they're doing like a slam dunk contest type thing. I guess. This this person looks like they're breakdancing. Yeah, it really does. a very strange rendering that they've uh, decided to include <laughs> in this article. Uh, and then it also kind of goes into, you know, if you're dreaming of like a space themed stay, there's places on earth you can go to as well. I would prefer that. Feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It definitely seems a little bit, uh, it seems very ambitious and I really don't think that as we were talking about before, I can't imagine this actually becoming a reality. That's by nine years. There's no way that's yeah. going to happen in nine years. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Like we, okay, here's the thing. Like we thought we would have flying cars by 2000 and sorry, it's been 20 years and I'm still <laughs> feeling very disappointed. Yeah. I thought we were going to have hoverboards now too. Yeah. Where are those? What the hell? Yeah. That's a lot of bullshit happening. Give me some Jetsons bullshit and then I'll believe you about <laughs> space. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of like space sort of, I mean, we've had some pretty amazing things happen in the recent months. Absolutely. With uh, landing the different uh, rovers on Mars and stuff like that. But we've also had some pretty disastrous things too with the SpaceX uh, shuttle like kind of it came down landed then exploded right so i mean there's you know it's a very the idea that we with some of these unfortunate very tragic things happening that we would be prepared to put people into a space hotel yeah in 10 years seems off uh, awfully ambitious but who knows we we could be wrong yeah and like i said i mean you, you there's probably going to be a lot of different waivers that you have to sign and yeah. stuff because it our bodies may react very differently yeah, in space. Right. It's, you may have like a condition you weren't aware of. And once you start getting shot up into space, it could uh, aggravate something. Yeah. yeah you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Well, that was really interesting, Tiff. That was very interesting. Wow. wow. How about these conversations? Wow. How so fun. thoughtful. So interesting. Introspective. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, great job. Well, that was a lot of fun, Tiff. I appreciate uh, a lot of fun. the goofs. I have the best time with you. Me too. What a, what a great person you are. You're the best. Let's get married. Uh, we already did. That's right. We did. We did. We did. Uh, so anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. You can check us out on social media. Uh, yeah. Over on uh, Twitter at FakeHeadPod. And on Instagram and Facebook at FakeHeadlinesPodcast. And if you have something you want to share with us, please email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us an audio message uh, right on Anchor by going to anchor.fm slash FakeHeadlinesPodcast. Leave us a little voice message um, because you get to listen to our voices all the time. We'd love to hear yours. Yeah. So we're looking for recommendations for new stuff to binge during the rest of the pandemic. Uh, Ideas point us in the direction of some wacky articles. We'll share them out here too. So whatever you got. Any fun recipes you might think that we should try? That sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For example, I think we're running out of ideas. Friday we made nachos for dinner. That's where we're at. In terms of our cuisine, um, they were delicious. They were awesome, yeah. Always looking for new fun things. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, you can find us uh, individually on Twitter if you'd like to follow us there. Kevin is at Kevin P. Dillon, and I am at, uh, is it the Vivian Tiffany or just Vivian Tiffany? I don't know. I don't know what I am. I don't know who I am or what I am. I think it's at Vivian Tiffany. I do know. You can find me on Twitter. I think if you just search Tiffany L. Dillon. Yeah, you're at Vivian Tiffany. Yeah. I don't know how to change that, so that's who I am. <laughs> that's just, that's what you get. That's good enough for me. Yeah. So it's at Vivian Tiffany. Yeah. If you can't spell that, just go to Fake Headlines Podcast and you'll see it there. 
There you go. At fake head pod, you mean? At fake head pod. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, guys. We just open up our social media and we're there. I don't know how to get to it. You're asking an awful lot from yeah, us. Yeah, you're asking too many questions. Yeah, come on, Just man. email us. Just chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're available. Talk to us. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and if, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars on there. Leave a review if you're so inclined to, but if, even if you just hit the five stars. It's anonymous. It's not like anybody's tracking you or no, knows what it we is. we don't so, know it's you. Yeah, it's just fun. So help us out. It helps us stay visible and helps us uh, stay on the Apple Podcast charts, which is important in our show growth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and head on over to fakeheadlinespodcast.com for a special offer from Grove Collective, an affiliate of ours yes. as well. Um, I think that's. I it. think that's everything. That's yeah. everything. So thanks for we listening, everybody. We did it, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.